Uh, I know I'm I think yeah on the pain episode we talked about the album he put out it's a, like an all instrumental album and the song is called that night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that I couldn't control shit was wild that's the name of the track the whole song um, but yeah, if you haven't already, man, make sure you check out 3K, New Blue Sun, that's Andre 3000, New Blue Sun, I figured I'd play that as a little intro, because we got a bunch of new music to get to, it's been a while since I did a solo episode for episode 96 of the K motherfucking podcast, shit, so that was one of the new, that was one of the songs from the new music segment, just played it a little early. Yeah, you know I mean, first and foremost, happy new year to everybody out there. 2024. Again, man, it's been a couple months since I did a solo episode. Been having a lot of guests on, which I'm not mad at. It makes my job easier. And got more guests lined up, but you know I gotta sneak into little solo dolo joints in here done. She 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 she. So 
for episode 96, man. I mean, not too much up. I mean, obviously there's updates because I haven't talked to you guys in so long, but nothing that stands out really. You know, happy belated holidays to everybody. Got to spend Thanksgiving and Christmas in St. Augustine with my family. So Thanksgiving was cool. Um, got to spend it with my grandma in St. Augustine. Shout out to Mama, you know what I'm saying? I also got to meet my brother's girlfriend for the first time, so that was cool, you know what I mean? Expanding the family. Um, but for Thanksgiving, we always do the fried turkey with the big fucking vat of the oil and dunk that fucking big bird in that bitch, you know what I mean? We've been doing that for like 10 years probably now. We used to do it with our neighbors and we all share the the fryer and the oil and kind of everyone just fries their turkey up. But now that my folks live in St. Augustine and not around those neighbors anymore, they have kept up the tradition themselves and kind of incorporated their new neighbors in St. Augustine. So basically my dad got the big fucking oil vat ready, let all the neighbors fry their shit up. And then my mom's, <laughs> my mom does it fucking balls to the wall, you know what I mean? So our turkey went in last because it was the only one that was seasoned from head to toe. One of the neighbors brought over like this fucking bland ass beige fucking turkey that probably was dry as shit. I didn't try it, you know what I mean? I had my mom season shit. But we save ours till last because the oil definitely fucking gets a little tinted, a little darker with all the spices and seasoning, just how I like it, you know what I mean? But we fucking fried the bird up, had a good Thanksgiving, and then the best part of that is the next day on Black Friday, one of the other traditions that we've been doing for probably 10 plus years now is a wing cook-off. So we'll take that same vat, same oil, get a fucking, I think we had like 200 chicken wings or something like that, fry those bitches up, and then basically anyone who's coming, it's a cook-off, you know what I mean? But it's really about the wing sauce, so everyone can bring their own sauce. Ideally, it's, um, you know, something of your own concoction. Now, did I have a store-bought sauce that I might have just added some of my own ingredients to? Maybe. Might have placed third in the fucking cook-off, too. I don't fucking know. Shit. Shit. We don't play favorites around here, Dunya. You know I mean? It's a, you know, it's a friendly competition. Everyone brings their stuff. You win either way because you get to eat a bunch of fucking wings until you can't stand up, basically. But um, I also, this was my first year doing a sauce. I was always the quote-unquote official taste tester in previous years. But this year, I was like, you know what, man? Let me... I'm going to do it to it, man. But like I said, I <laughs> I got a decent collection of hot sauces here at my house. So what I ended up doing was taking an existing hot sauce, but then kind of putting my own spin on it. Made it a little bit sweeter, added some honey mustard and shit like that, a little fruta, you know. But I placed third. I think my brother and his girl got first and second. Again, not biased. It just ended up working out like that, but it's always a good time. Get to see... Some old friends from high school, you know what I mean? Shout out to ID, K-Podcast alumni came through. Some of my buddies that I grew up with, Shag and Diesel, fucking do D's, you know what I mean? C-Diz, everyone came through, man. So that was the wing cook-off, and then December, business as usual, up until Christmas. Like I said, we also did Christmas in St. Augustine at my folks' house, which was a first because they just started 
officially living there at the beginning of 2023. So that was dope. We had our family from New York fly down as well for Christmas. So it was great to spend time with them, with the kiddos. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, man, we are officially in 2024. Episode 96, closing in on that big hundo. I still don't know what the fuck we're going to do, man, but we're going to figure it out. You know what I mean? Either way, we're going to keep it rolling, man. As always, hit the fucking email. I pulled it up. Don't know why I did because there ain't shit there except a bunch of fucking cobwebs and a reminder from Gmail. Hey, you created this email account for no fucking reason. <laughs> the real K podcast at gmail.com, man. If you have anything you want to add, ask, you know what I mean? Talk shit, whatever, man. Hit that shit up. And the socials at the real K podcast. You know we motherfucking out here. She, 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 she. She, she. But yeah, man, once again, happy belated holidays, happy new year. And without further ado, we will get into new music. So I know I mentioned it, I guess probably on the last solo episode, because I thought the song was coming out, but it had not yet. But now it is out, man. We got tequila shots. Popcon, Fabio Foreign, and Vibes Cartel. Tequila shots with a little piece of lime Love all the girl, them a bubble and a wine Touch your eye with your BSP ship line Watch how your talk pussy you be get pines up Fresh pair of night, me no beat, no designer Pretty bad bitch from North Carolina Yeah, me feel high like a drone, like a pilot Yeah, me feel high like a moon Yeah, she only like me when I'm drunk so I get daddy for I mix the perky with the liquor, now I'm ready for I see them niggas in this party, I'ma let it off So if them boys stay home, they be better off You see them girls with them guns, they gon' set it off I really mean what I say it's not a metaphor Give her a little bit of money Then I let her ball I put my money on the guys I bet it all huh? Yeah, she trying to caress me Perker said it's kicking in the party Looking sexy Every time I'm turning up My shorty wanna text me <laughs> Do what you do to me, baby Make it messy I ain't even know the bitch But she already met me She don't know my name She just noticed my Pataki I'm a demon, you get me? Yeah, I can only be myself That's how you gotta accept me Tequila shots with a little piece of lime Love all the girl, them a bubble and a wine Touch your eye with your BSP ship Tine up, watch how your talk with you with your pines up Fresh pair of night, you no know, beat, no designer Pretty bad bitch from North Carolina Yeah, me feel high like a drone, like a pilot Yeah, me feel high at the moon and the sky that No touch me bumbo clad cup Me I like when the sound bug See I'm so me waste me gun talk. Your girl that asks me what's up. Me say, me need me dick for get some. No, cause I'm a big bad and tough. Boy, them not for real toss. From a band up a jubilee. Me a star, so me shine, so me fully clean. Have me one key like bully beef. Y'all can't pack me things and say for leave. Me wife comes from overseas. Yeah, only like she got mad over bees. The style so sick, me could have make disease. Circle fire, yeah, your best believe. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not sure if I explained last time when I pump faked this song, but this is super dope because Vibes Cartel basically, I mean, 
I don't know the intricate details, but I believe Vibes Cartel essentially started PopCon's career when PopCon was like a fucking teenager. Um, and Vibes has been in jail, I think is still in jail. I could be mistaken. It's been at least probably 10 years now. So I don't know if that was recorded through the jail phone or what the deal was, but shout out to PopCon, Fabio Foreign, and Vibe Akateldem. You know what I mean? We also got, uh, I think I've played him and Alchemist on here, but so my year-end wrap-up for 2023, my most played project was Spaceships on a Blade, Larry June and Cardo, which came out in 2019, but I didn't discover it until I think this year, maybe late last year. But the, the duo, the dynamic duo, just put out another project. In, I think, yeah, November. So you haven't heard it since the last episode. I've heard it plenty now because it's been out two months. I've been jamming this shit. But Larry June and Cardo just put out another collaborative project called The Night Shift. And I'm going to go ahead and play. What am I going to play, man? Love of Money is one of my favorites. I mean, honestly, this whole project is great. There's a lot of fucking great projects or songs on here. You know what? I'm going to play. This is the last track that I feel like doesn't get enough love off this project. This is the good kind, man. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. of got wine. Niggas know how the fuck I'm coming. Go play with me, man. Nigga, you mad because the bitch, you know what I mean? Plans with a flake, I'm an asshole. Cat and all, spent the two on the Yellowstone. Got up looking at the ocean, eating smoothie bowls. I'm a real street nigga, don't get it confused. Same nigga from the block, turning one to two. Do my dance on the hoe, I got bag now. Niggas playing with my guap, put a mask down. And your feelings about the hoe, you a whole child. I got M's on the low, but still don't fuck around. Hold on, check. Bitch, I'm fresh as hell. Hold on, check. Let a nigga live. Stack mission, I ain't spending shit. Just a bitch to ride bikes, I ain't wanna hit. I'm sliding through the ends, money on my mind. Carter wanna beat his head in every time. Money, cause I wanna stack it up, cause I wanna switch whips, cause I wanna suit it up, cause I wanna break it down, cause I wanna pick it up, cause I wanna keep it up, cause I wanna get doing good, cause I wanna. She never met a nigga like me. She never met a nigga like me. Rock a whole bird. Pillow talking to the itch. You a whole nerd. I put my phone down because I'm on third. All these long guys like so get a nigga murdered. I mean, the motherfucking good kind, man. Yeah, that shit has been my vibe lately. I mean, Cardo beats are always slapping, and I've just kind of discovered Larry June within the past couple of years. But definitely his content, you know what I mean? His subject matter of his raps is on par. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get money. Ay, 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 ay. I also, man, I'm sure I mentioned this shit. I don't know how much detail we went into, but we're currently working on a project. Excuse me. 
We're currently working on a fucking movie. Okay? Shout out to Gene. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to everyone involved, the whole squad. But I've just put out an EP that's going to be in conjunction with this movie. The idea is it's a three-song EP. So each act of the film or movie, short film, independent film, whatever the fuck you want to call it, each act will coincide with a song on the EP. So I just put out the, this musical EP on December 1st with the three songs, one of which you've heard, Tidal Wave, and then two other songs, Move Your Body featuring Jay Lamont, shouts to Jay Lamont, and Friends of the Family. And each song kind of has a different vibe. The first one that I'll pro- I'm will i going to play, Move Your Body with Jay Lamont, because that seems to be everybody's favorite. It's more of a happy, positive, upbeat song. The song's literally about dancing. I re- fucking wrote a song about dancing. It's called Move Your Body. Get it, motherfucker. She, The second song, Friends of the Family, is definitely a darker gloomier kind of song the best way i can describe it or the the feeling i was trying to invoke was i was trying to like score a mob flick you know what i mean i've probably mentioned on here a bunch of times i'm a big fan of mob movies and stuff so the second song friends of the family also the title kind of insinuating is definitely mob influenced uh you'll hear the samples in there as well and then tidal wave you've heard Tidal Wave is not dark per se, but it's definitely like a heavy, kind of hard-hitting um, song. So it's it's different from the other two. But I'm going to go ahead and play Move Your Body featuring Jay Lamont. You know what I mean? And, you know, if you want to get up and dance and move your fucking body, then who am I to stop you then? Keep it cool in the 
shade. Patience is a virtue. Procrastination hurts you. The tortoise in the head with the dance that they heard lose. Had a dream of smoking weed with Louis Armstrong. To keep it short, we wrote a long song. He said, I'll hit the trumpet, you can let the drum scat. Uh-huh. You a cool cast, so don't lose that. If you want to get and move your body, man, that shit is available everywhere. Still working on the movie. We're still shooting, editing as we go. You know, I don't want to spoil too much, man, but the movie is coming. Keep your eyes and ears peeled, motherfucker. Next up, we got the queen. Nicki Minaj's highly anticipated Pink Friday 2. Apparently she already has a deluxe out called Gag City Deluxe. (laughs) Um, But it just came out December, so end of last year. And I'm going to play... I'm going to play Let Me Calm Down featuring J. Cole. You I don't regret them, just wish you would give me space when I'm really needed To be alone in my zone when I'm really heated Just cause I am quiet, don't mean you're defeated Wish you ain't need me to feel like you're completed Don't wanna say something mean when I don't mean it Million missed calls, I don't wanna talk Just did a detox, now I wanna spark Check out that Pink Friday 2. You heard. Next up, we got a joint single between, no pun intended, Yami. She, 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 she
a joint single between Damian Marley and Killer Mike. This song is called Run. I know they got a video for it too. Make sure you peep that. You know what I mean? Now greetings to the world. Play by the King Love is all I know, you know. Sounds brought to you, courtesy of the man called Killer Mike alongside your shoot big gangzilla. Yes, good boy! Like you got holy ghosts, run like you know they gonna love you the most. Run me my fribbles while living at dinner, just run me my toast. I used to run with a gun. Mommy would pray night and day for her devilish son. She would say Lucifer's using your women and money and drugs and you too blind to see. And I retort, mommy ain't now we got money. I failed and I tell me not just rice and peas. And I told her mama the trap is abundant and really it feel like a blessing to me. She looked at me spiteful and said to me, Michael, don't perish for greed, it's a devil's disease. God don't like ugly, I ain't one to judge. Whole, whole lot of gold cubes with a ton. Say I kept it solid when it's all said and done. All I know is keep going, run, better run. Mama told me never fold, run, better run. Like Jenny told Forrest Gump, run, better run. The race for freedom ain't won, run, better run. To make it out the red clay, run, Some run, run. Of the mill MCs, when a bad like run the MC, and can't kill a mic like kill a mic, kill a mic, them can't run next to me. Real revolution, every day, and up in a fight, run off your mouth and see. Decide for the truth from the lies, cause we still have eyes, run back the mats and free. Politician run like thief, thief have run from police. Blood still a run like water, car gangster a run from beef. But water will run you a fee. Even though water should be free, still there is no running water pipeline in enough third world country. Get them run them Ponzi scheme. And them run I'll under the sea. Meanwhile, be running risk and run red light to feed the family. And if money run like joke, nobody could not reach like we. Run with one prep school and one college and university. Cause we running to be free. So with a long distance and Make sure you run and check out that new joint, Run Them. Killer Mike and Damien Junior Gang Mali. Staying on the reggae joint. We got two two reggae joints, you know what I mean? Shout out to Jamaica, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we got Shensia, and she's got a feature, Lola Brooke, who... I've been hearing a lot about, I believe she's from New York. I'm not, I haven't, you know, I'm not super familiar with her music, but I, I've been hearing about her, and I know she's got bars. So let's see what she got here. Kashensia does more kind of dance hall music. She's not, I mean, I know she raps, but she's not like known for rap. So let's see. I haven't listened to the joint yet. I'm going to be completely honest with you, man. Let's see what the fuck is good here. This is Bima. Shensia featuring Lola Brooke. Don't you ever bring skin business to me. You're looking at the toughest brass clad Jamaican in the United States of America. Ashensia, drop double R, fuck a beamer. Grass green, but me still hustle for make it greener. More cheese pan, my bread, it look like pizza. VVS, so cold, 
the dealers. Top shadows and squeezers. Me not talk to bum bitch, but I'm feeders. Hot head, fever, top model, diva. Pop bottles with a champion, handed the ball like Kyrie. Ivy, many shoot the side beat. Lipstick, red like a Ferrari. You gon' make me flash on a bitch like a Ferrazzi. I'm so fly to crash up, but fuck it, kamikaze. Shamesia, drop double R, fuck a beamer. Like a shot like trigger finger, I'm a stinger. Bzz. My outfit a murder, it's a felony. Bitches all in my business without an LLC. For practice, some so many bitches, I might put them on my taxes. Caribbean Serena with the racket. I ain't going back and forth with bitches cause they ratchet. Them are real blood clot, man, musket. Can't start beef cause the water run deep. I got the type of money that can put you six feet. Call myself to sleep in ten thousand dollar sheets. Bitches look like lumps, say a grist. Let's eat. Big game, let's eat. What beef? Say a grist, let's eat. On business. It's supposed to be disclosed. He gon' get patrolling on my post. Man, fuck these whole ass niggas. I've been fucking on the road. It ain't a plane, it's Lola. Running over feelings with a rover. Toting up the toast. Even D1 players couldn't hold up. Nobody like milk, nah, coca. Uh, I can hear your heartbeat, heartbeat. It is move faster than your heartbeat. And none of they sins gon' haunt me. I'm a ill ass bitch. But got him guzzling the heart. Shit, see ya. Drop double R. That shit was fucking gas, bro. <laughs> Shen Sia and Lola motherfucking Brooke, done. Know what I mean? But we're going to take it back down a notch with my man Jesse Royal and Johan Marley. Real reggae vibe, them. The song is called Blessing. Check out Blessing, Jesse Royal, Johan Marley. Rook, what are you doing back there? <laughs> Playing with a bone. Um, and last but not least, man, we got me, hermano, Cape Podcast alumni, Kev Speaks Truth, just dropped a new single with Futuristic. This shit, I know it's going crazy, 
The new single, new bag, going up, man. All the way. <laughs> Silent shooter. You see that the king is arriving. Please do not make me be violent. I've been at the top, ain't no climbing. Controlling the climate. Tell me who else get it popping. I give you a couple of options. It's me versus me, shadow boxing. I walk in the room heavily medicated. Usually I'm the only one melanated. Expensive pain, BBL. Deep remains of the skill. Grandfather was an immigrant. Gave his all just to be an American citizen. So there's money to be made. Yeah, there's bitches to be safe. Head hunting, doing kissing calls. Now I'm baby bended at the waist. I paint a picture in her frame. Dolly off a perco, off the shrimp, something they ain't never say. I just jumped into a new exit. Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, man, make sure you check out New Bag, Kev Speaks Truth, and Futuristic. You see my boy on here. He's been here twice now. Yeah, probably be back a third time. You know what I'm saying? Fucking out here. You know we gotta put on for the homies, man. Always, man. That's what it's about out here. So with that being said, man, we will move it along to music news. Some motherfucking shit over here. I need to reorganize this fucking studio, man. Everything's all over the fucking place. Hey, man. She, 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 she. First and foremost, if you haven't already, check out the Scarface NPR Tiny Desk concert. I know we've talked about those on here before with other artists, but the motherfucking triple OG Scarface just went on. And not only was he rapping his classics, this man bust out the electric guitar and started fucking riffing on the guitar as well, which was news to me, you know, so I thought that was super dope. Yeah, make sure you check out Scarface, man. I know he was really sick a while back, so it's good to see him back in, in good health, you know, looking happy on the mic. Brought his son out. I guess his son makes music now, too. So it's it was a good, positive episode, you know what I mean? Had Mike Dean in the building. Fuck out of brev. Fuck out of All the legends holding it down, man. But make sure you check that out. I also saw that Snoop Dogg pump faked everybody. Reminded me of that fucking scene from 51st Dates. I don't know if you guys remember that shit, the Adam Sandler movie, where they had to make the little re, the basically an annual recap of everything that happens because that chick, Drew Barrymore's character, consistently loses her memory. So part of that is there's a thing, it's like Snoop Dogg's off weed, and a couple more clips Snoop Dogg's back on weed. <laughs> But basically, Snoop pump faked everyone and had posted, like, I'm going smokeless. So everyone thought he was quitting weed. You know, obviously sparked a bunch of conversation. He's like one of the the dog fathers, <laughs> one of the founders. Um, 
not founder, but you know, if there was a fucking Mount Rushmore of like celebrity fucking potheads, Snoop would definitely be on that shit. Cheech Chong, Snoop, Willie Nelson, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a huge pump fake. I guess he's endorsing some smokeless grill now. Snoop Dogg's got, let me look it up. But it was all a marketing ploy, you know what I mean? Fucking genius. Like always. Yeah, the solo stove. Snoop is like their spokesperson now. He says, I'm giving up smoke. And he was just talking about the grill. So he got your motherfucking ass. Fuck out <laughs> And mine. So, hey, bruv. <laughs> um, also on music news... I saw that T.I. opened up an affordable housing development in Atlanta. It said T.I. is giving back to the community that raised him. Thanks to the ATL rapper, Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens and various other groups, more families in the city will now benefit from more affordable housing options. Earlier this week, Tip attended the ribbon-cutting ceremony for this Entrada Westside affordable housing development in northwest Atlanta. The property is especially sentimental for the rapper, real name Clifford Harris. It was once a shopping center where his grandmother used to shop for groceries. So yeah, big shout out to T.I. And I actually saw Mike Epps doing the same thing in his hometown, which was what, Indianapolis, I believe. So shout out to Mike Epps as well. You know what I mean? It's dope to, to get rich and like, you know, achieve your dreams and you're living the life and whatnot, but it's even doper when you can use those earnings and all your hard work and whatnot, your surplus to like, you know, improve where you came from. It's like not littering on the beach. Leave the leave the place in better shape than when you came. Whatever the fucking phrase is, you know what I'm trying to say. Shout out to T.I., shout out to Mike Gev, shout out to everyone making a positive impact out there. I know Killer Mike is big on that wave too, can't leave him out of the conversation. Um, also, shout out to Ice Spice, just got... <laughs> Makes perfect sense given her signature hairstyle, but I guess they're giving Ice Spice a signature Chia Pet. All you 90s kids out there, you remember those fucking Chia Pets? I don't know how it worked really, it was like a little ceramic fake mannequin head with I'm assuming seed spores in the little ha fake hair follicles and you just water that shit and a fucking chia plant grows that's where chia seeds come from holy shit is that what's in the head holy shit yo what 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 the fuck is this I just blew my own fucking mind I've literally never thought about that before chia pet I put chia seeds in all my fucking smoothies and shit what the fuck? Fuck <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry. I just had a fucking moment myself. I just blew my own mind, man. So anyway, <laughs> last but absolutely fucking not least, we got to talk about Spotify, man. But I need to look up the real article so I don't get any of these details incorrect because Spotify is officially... Fucking artists like me, basically. The bigger artists, not so much. Let me see if I can find an article explaining what Spotify did with their payout structure. So, I guess Spotify corporate or somebody 
who's making decisions, who probably doesn't fucking make music, and they can suck on my cock. It says, Spotify is changing the rules. Starting in early 2024, a song needs at least 1,000 streams in a year to start making money. This way, Spotify can focus on sending more money to songs that people are genuinely enjoying. (laughs) So, if you guys don't know, um, Spotify pays, well, up until now, Spotify paid artists, I don't know what the fucking breakdown is, but for conversation's sake, let's say it's a fraction of a penny per stream, okay? So that means (laughs) if your song gets played a thousand times in a year, you're still only getting, I mean, I'm not going to do the math, but... It's not a lot of money. So I guess their point is they don't want to have to focus on cutting these measly checks to artists like me who are small independent artists, maybe don't get, don't bring their platform a lot of traffic is really how I'm interpreting it. If you're not big enough and you don't have a big enough fan base and get enough streams that's bringing traffic to Spotify, then they essentially don't give a fuck about you anymore. Not that they ever really did, (laughs) to be fair, but now it's much more apparent. So, you know, essentially I put all this hard work into making music and I'm, I push it. I'm, I push it meaning like I'm promoting, I'm advertising, listening to it on Spotify and Apple Music and all these things. Spotify is the only one that's made this exact change to my understanding, but you know, let's, I'm not holding my breath here, knock on wood. I'm more of an Apple Music guy, so Apple, come on, man. Stay strong with the artist, man. (laughs) But um, the fuck was I saying? Yeah, so like I'll promote, oh, hey, listen to my song on Spotify, when in reality it's not doing anything for me, But I guess outside of you hearing my music, where you could hear it somewhere else, which may pay me for that fucking play. So I know a lot of artists are doing, they're going back, kind of not backtracking per se, but more so sticking sticking loyal to these fucking platforms like Bandcamp. Um, I guess Patreon is considered one of them, but more of like a pay-to-play and kind of you set your own price deal too. You know, is it fair to sell your one single, uh, you know, whether that's via like NFT or some sort of just digital link or whatever to sell one single for like a hundred bucks or whatever. Maybe not, but maybe you just set your own price. Some people are giving you a dollar. Other people are giving you $10, $20, whatever. Maybe someone does give you a hundred bucks, but either way, even those dollar sales is much better than the fraction of a penny sale going through the streaming platforms. So, I don't know, man. It's a crazy fucking world, you know. I come from the day of riding your bike up to Target and buying a CD for fucking 10, 15 bucks or whatever on the Friday when it came out, you know. You were waiting on that release date and all that, and then you rocked that CD for the next fucking year at least, if not two years. Um, And sometimes even longer, depending on the artist, you know what I mean? But nowadays, the internet, social media, and just content being flooded constantly, it's like a drug everyone's attention span is about the size of a fucking nose hair. 
So, <laughs> you know, we got to make something shake, man. We got to do some, got to do something, man. Yeah, there's a bunch of different avenues, you know, not just in the arts realm, but in all facets of life, you don't have to stick to what corporate tells you, whether that's, you know, corporate Spotify, your nine to five job. I mean, if you want to keep that job, yes, but what what I'm saying is there are other ways in life outside of the norm, outside of the fucking blinders and the lanes that they've been making you walk in thus far, you know? I don't know. This shit definitely wasn't, you know, real comforting for someone like me. So, yeah. And this podcast is on Spotify. I don't see shit for that either. But again, I mean, if I want you guys to hear it, that's one of few options that we have, I guess. I know there's other ways, but everyone has Spotify and Apple Music and these generic streaming platforms that, you know, it's more of a convenience thing at that point. I could find some hole-in-the-wall mom-and-pop place where maybe I see more money per stream, but no one has that app, and no one's going to go, not nobody, but like one out of every few people is going to actually go through the trouble of downloading the app. You log up with the email, you do whatever. Not like it's fucking hard work, but like I said, people's attention span. If it's not instant gratification here, now, in front of my face, feed me, my mouth's already open type shit, like, hey man, fuck out of here. Fuck out So all I gotta say to Spotify is... What the fuck is this piece of shit? But speaking of payouts, or lack thereof, the SAG after strike is finally over. The headline of this article says, SAG after a strike that crippled Hollywood is officially over, but some prominent members are still not happy. Six months after picket lines first formed outside iconic studio gates, Hollywood can finally return to work. Wednesday's hard-fought tentative agreement on the new contract between SAG-AFTRA and studios sparked jubilation, with performers flocking to local watering holes, including a brewery near the Guild's Wilshire Boulevard headquarters, Sound stages mothballed since last spring are poised to reopen, welcoming back thousands of actors and film crew members. Interviews with more than a dozen industry veterans, including executives, talent agents, and producers, revealed deep anxiety about the turmoil in the business as consumers switched to streaming, abandoning lucrative pay TV bundles that have long buoyed the industry. Some say 2023 might be remembered as a lost year of production and an industry tipping point. We are definitely past the high watermark of crazy money chasing content to feed streaming platforms, entertainment lawyer Robert Schwartz said. There won't be the same volume of content created or ordered, and that means fewer jobs for talent and for everybody. Even before Writers Guild of America members walked out in early May, There were signs of major contradiction. Walt Disney Company early this year began cutting thousands of jobs and trimming spending by billions of dollars. A harbinger that television's nearly decade-long production boom to launch new streaming services, a period known in the industry as peak TV, had reached its end. Producers last spring began slowing orders for TV show and film projects as Wall Street demanded streaming profits. 
the twin strikes accelerated the trend. When members of the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists joined the writers' walkout in mid-July, scripted productions almost entirely shut down. An estimated 45,000 jobs vanished from the entertainment and sound recording industry payrolls since May, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's not yet clear what shape and size the recovery will ultimately take. Some productions will quickly ramp up, studio executives said, while others might not return for weeks, if at all. SAG-AFTRA's Television and Theatrical Negotiating Committee placed the value of the new contract at more than $1 billion, which includes higher wages, increased contributions to the Guild's pension and health fund, bonuses for successful streaming shows, and protections from the threat of artificial intelligence, issues that many members considered to be existential. The proposed contract will go a long way in addressing the impact that the streaming business model has had on members, SAG-AFTRA's chief negotiator Duncan Crabtree Ireland said Wednesday. So it sounds like the strike is over, but it's still not, you know, 100% smooth yet, which, I mean, what is, you know? But that's good at least that... Everyone can get back to work. I know a lot of people were kind of struggling for a while. I don't know if you guys noticed. A lot of like A-list actors and stuff would be popping up in Apple commercials and kind of stuff like that. And you ever wonder why that was, you know? But yeah, it's good that the strike's over, man. Um, hopefully all parties involved can be content and satisfied with the outcome, you know what I mean? But she, she, boy, she, she. Um, before we get into our worldly stuff, a quick couple shout-out RIPs. Matthew Perry, actor from Friends, from a lot of stuff. I guess he, like, drowned or something. NHL player Adam Johnson, which I'm going to get to in a second. And then Neville Garrick, who was part of... Uh, he wasn't in the Whalers, per se, but he was, like, a close... Uh, confidant, if you will, of of the Whalers and Bob Marley's whole family. But um, I don't know if you guys saw about the NHL player for the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins. He had died when a skate slashed his neck during a game. Adam Johnson, rest in peace. Rest in peace to all three of them and everyone else out there who you know may have lost their life. And we'll get to more of that later unfortunately but just wanted to touch those on the entertainment tip you know what i mean so rest in peace i also saw that fucking china basically invented a invisibility cloak man i don't know about you guys but all the shit i've been seeing about china lately seems fucking pretty awesome (laughs) i've never been so i can't really speak on it you know what i mean um but I would like to go. It says, China has invented an invisibility cloak designed to hide the person wearing it. And it literally does just that. It's fucking nuts. The Invis Defense, developed by, I guess the device is called Invis Defense, the little cloak. The Invis Defense, developed by a team at Wuhan University, is a low-cost coat that can be used day or night. 
By night, the coat's embedded thermal devices emit different temperatures, presenting an unusual heat pattern that allows the coat to fly under the radar and evade security cameras. But yeah, this dude puts it on, and you know he puts it over his shoulders and whatnot, so you could, it's just like a floating head at that point. If that becomes a regular everyday item, bro, like life is turning into a fucking video game out here, in case you didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was fucking wild, man. And last, but absolutely not least, man. You know we always save the sad stuff for last. I don't know if there's a name for it, the Palestinian conflict, or whatever they're calling it, the atrocity over in Gaza still going on since early October still going on this article says Palestinian death toll passes 25,000 as Israel announces the death of another hostage the Palestinian death toll from the war between Israel and Hamas has soared past 25,000 the health ministry in the Gaza Strip said Sunday while Israel announced the death toll of another hostage and appeared far from achieving its goal of freeing more than 100 others and crushing the militant group. The deaths, destruction, and displacement from the war are without precedent in the decades-old Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The war has divided Israelis while the offensive threatens to ignite a wider conflict involving Iran-backed groups in Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, and Yemen that support the Palestinians. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu Netanyahu N-E-T-A-N-Y-A-H-U said he stressed in his conversation with U.S. President Joe Biden on Friday that he rejects Hamas demands for a ceasefire Israeli forces withdraw and the release of Palestinians held by Israel in exchange for the remaining hostages. He said that agreeing means another devastating Hamas attack would only be a matter of time. Netanyahu also rejects calls from the U.S., its closest ally, from post-war plans that would include a path to Palestinian statehood. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez called the refusal to accept a two-state solution unacceptable. The Middle East is a tinderbox. We must do all we can to prevent conflict igniting across the region, Gutierrez added, and that starts with an immediate humanitarian ceasefire to relieve the suffering in Gaza. In the latest of the near-daily clashes between Hezbollah forces and Israeli troops along the Lebanese border, an Israeli airstrike Sunday hit a car near a Lebanese army checkpoint in the south town of Kafra, killing one person and injuring several others, Lebanese state media reported. Israeli's military said its aircraft and tanks struck a number of Hezbollah targets and that an anti-tank missile launched from Lebanon hit a house in Avivanim. Excuse me hit a house in Avivim in northern Israel. No injuries were reported. So it gives a quick little synopsis or summary of everything that's been going on. It says, The war began with Hamas's attack in southern Israel. On October 7th, Palestinian militants killed some 
1,200 people, mostly civilians, and took 250 hostages back to Gaza. Israel's military announced the death of 19-year-old Sergeant Shay Levinson, who was among the hostages. His date of death was given as October 7th. There were no further details. According to Israeli media, his body is still in Gaza. Israel has responded to the October 7th attack with a bombing campaign and ground invasion that laid waste to entire neighborhoods in northern Gaza and spread south, striking some areas where it told civilians to seek refuge. Ground operations are now focused on the southern city of Khan Yunus and built-up refugee camps in central Gaza dating to the 1948 war surrounding Israel's creation. The plumes of smoke from tanks, artillery, and the planes of the Air Force will continue to cover the sky of the Gaza Strip until we achieve our goal, Defense Minister Yav Gallant said. Israel's military said the demolition last week of a key building at Israel University in Gaza was under review and asserted that preliminary findings indicated Hamas had used the compound for military purposes. The university has said the attack came weeks after Israeli forces occupied the building. Since the war started, 25,105 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza, while another 62,681 have been wounded, the health ministry said. The toll included the 178 bodies brought to Gaza's hospital since Saturday, but the toll is thought to be much higher because many casualties remain buried under rubble or in areas that medics cannot reach. Wow. So yeah, man, I mean, it's, what, October, November, December, January now, almost February, you know, and it's been going on much before, the conflict at least has been going on much before the October 7th attack, but I guess that kind of relit the flame, it seems like. So, like I believe I mentioned on the last solo episode when we first talked about what's going on in the Middle East, I believe I said we've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes, and obviously that's only grown since then. Now it's at 25,000. The crazy thing is, I specifically remember... You know, this was months ago in October, November, when I was first talking about it. I almost made the comparison to 9-11, but I was, in my head, you know, I didn't put it on the episode because at the time the death toll was around the same figure and, you know, just trying to be respectful and sensitive to, I guess, my American listeners, which is probably most of you. You know, we all remember 9-11 vividly because it happened in our country. It hits close to home. But let me look up. I mean, this this is not something I want in my Google search, but I feel like just for comparison's sake, we need to look at the difference between the two, right? So the 9-11 terrorist attacks killed under 3,000 people, 2,977 people, and injured thousands, obviously. And again, not taking anything away from 
the people that were lost, the families affected by the 9-11 attacks. Obviously, that shook our entire country. But that's kind of the point. 2,977 people were killed in that attack. And so far, thus far, that was a one couple day thing because, you know, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but like the planes hit and then it was more just falling out after that. This has been an ongoing armed conflict with not only gunfire, but fucking missiles, bombs, all sorts of shit since October. And the death toll is currently at 25,000 and still counting. 25,000, 25, 0, 0, 0, plus. I'm just going to let that sink in for a second and give those that we've lost from this planet a moment of silence, a moment of peace. And all we can hope is that they're resting in peace because, again, if... You've opened your phone in the past couple months, or if you've looked at any sort of media, whatever, if you haven't been living under a rock, not only are 25,000 something people dying over there, but it's a lot of kids, a lot of women, a lot of elderly people. Men on men warfare has been happening forever. Not saying it's a good thing, obviously. I hope that's obvious. But however, you know, even in warfare, it's always like that's one of the unspoken. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fucking militant guy. But you know what I mean. Like you spare the women and children and the elderly. You know, it's fucking men on men type shit. But nah, I mean they're dude. It's no holds barred right now. Everybody. I mean, again, on the news, you're seeing kids bloody, dead. Fucking limbs blown off and shit. It's fucked. Absolutely fucked. What the fuck is this piece of shit? So prayers, positivity, if, I mean, if that helps, you know. I can't even fathom this kind of thing happening here. Or to my family, people I know, my community, you know. Just shapes your perspective of life, man. So prayers to everybody out there. Much love, man. I think it's been a while, so I might have to play old Goodwin. You know, bring up the mood here.
Thank God for fucking Gordon Goodwin's big fat band with a PH. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I think that's going to wrap up episode 96 here on the K Podcast. Got some special guests coming up, man. Like I said, we got episode 100 coming up. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but I hope you guys stick around for it. Hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com, and be sure to follow the socials at The Real K Podcast. You know what I mean? Been trying to get on my shorts game, my reels game and shit. You know what I mean? That's one thing I realized. I would post the episodes, but I didn't have much, like, content as far as the podcast goes on the on socials outside of just posting, hey, the the fucking episodes up go listen to it (laughs) so i'm trying to get better with that man every day slowly but surely we can all get better man but you know the vibes man stay safe stay smart stay sexy and stay tuned man till next time we out of here much love take care of yourself you know take a mental health day call out of work It's all right. Ain't that right, Rook? Yeah, then. (laughs) Peace.